Hey guys, welcome to episode 4 of the Sex Talk Podcast. This week, I decided to enlist the help of one of my friends, Lebo, and we just, we were supposed to really go deep into how our parents affect how we view sex and stuff, but it just ended up being a free-flowing conversation, which you're gonna hear right now, but um, be sure to check out my instagram page at the sex talk podcast underscore and at tundle d where i'll be dropping a new blog post about more information on how we can really talk to our parents and get them into being openly free about speaking to se- about sex to us so i hope you guys enjoy this episode i'm going to speak about how firstly before parents withdraw themselves from having these conversations they should how they can make themselves feel comfortable first just to just random suggestions not random but like simple suggestions on how they can tackle such conversations in a very respectful parent child relationship manner i'm also going to speak about um the ages that i i felt were appropriate to start having these conversations and what kind of conversations they can have you know like introducing the private parts so that the child knows that Mm. okay this is a vagina this is a penis also to if god forbid your child gets into a situation where they're touched appropriately there's no miscommunication about what exactly they touched Mm. your child can come to you and say they touched my penis they touched my vagina and then you know that okay it's time to go tackle not that so they touched me away. I don't they touched me exactly. You know, this thing of calling them not knowing that <coughs> being touched that way is so wrong. Is wrong. Yeah. And you they should you should t- tell your child this is a private part. It is an invasion of your It's an body. invasion, exactly. And also because we're very smart and the kids, six year olds, five year olds, already they're asking questions like, um, I saw this survey on the internet about uh, the kind of questions parents have received regarding the sex, whatnot, whatnot. Mm. And a lot of people are like, my five-year-old is asking me what masturbation is. My five-year-old is asking me what does F mean? Like, fuck, what oh, does yeah. fuck mean? My six-year-old is asking me <clears throat> about the word missionary. And I, I, I explained it in the context of sol- soldiers mm. and everything like that. No, that's not what the child meant. The child said, I saw it on my tablet. I saw this website on my tablet. Such things. How are you going to... Are you going to dismiss it and say, no, unfortunately, I'm not going to tell you. Now you want to expose your child to external sources Mm. about something that is so sacred. And also, as a parent, it's your big, big duty Because it gives you an opportunity to impart those social, cultural values that you may have. So if you're a Christian, don't dismiss it and say, I'm not going to speak about sex with my child. It's it's also easier for you to start speaking about these things, introducing conversations about contraceptives, introducing the sex before marriage conversations. If it's a cultural home, introduce the umemulo vibes of like, wait until 21, that kind of things, you know? Because now your child, if you don't speak about these things, they'll go. When you come back, 21 years old, oh, 21 years old. It's when What happens? What's going to happen? What is going to happen? 
Now you missed that opportunity. Your child doesn't know about sex outside. And they are at risk of being mis, um, misinformed mm. or learning about sex on pornographic sites, which is which yeah. we all know is really just extreme and not really <laughs> real and natural. Your child doesn't know about that. And you also get a very rely... distorted view about sex exactly. what it actually is when it comes to you being with somebody. Exactly. Also, um, we cannot rely on schools to give the full package education about what sex is like. You literally... That's a conversation for another day when you cannot <laughs> rely on schools. I think we both know... And a lot of people out there know and understand that, yeah, at school, it's either awkward conversations. Also, the teacher needs to maintain a level of... Some teachers have their own values about sex. sex. That teacher is a parent at the end of the day. So if they can't have a conversation with their own children about sex, how are you going to expect that LO teacher to have a conversation with random teenagers that are just paying school fees? Do you understand what I mean? Mm. So I think... Parents play a very important role in introducing their child to sex education. We're not saying encourage them. Absolutely not. When we say that parents play a very important role, it's not translating to um, go ahead and encourage your child to go have sex. Go ahead and do that. They're going to do it anyway at some point. But it's up to you to open that platform so that your child feels comfortable and well informed and well informed if anything happens i don't want to run to my friends and say abc i want to run to my mom or my dad mm -hmm. and then we can fix it from there conversations about contraception your your mom your dad they need to initiate that, those conversations they need to be the ones that take you to the hospital so that when you react to these things, or you're gaining weight, or you are moody, or you are feeling weird, or you're acting weirdly to these contraceptive things, they know that, okay, my child is on a contraceptive, this is what's happening. Even though it does not necessarily mean that they are actively, you know, sex. having sex, you know that your child is safe. Should, Should anything stop. even happen, mind you, just a consensual sexual relationship, if anything happens, exactly, you know? Exactly. Just so they know and they're well aware so that they can come home and tell you that, hey man, ABC happened. I think one of the most important things about that is also having that type of relationship with your parents allows you to say, listen, I had sex and I felt pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. I know I have options, but I want to know what you think, what I can do, you know. Yeah. I don't want to go through this alone. And even if... Because going through it alone is very difficult. Hard. It's very hard. Yeah. You know, not knowing where to go, not knowing who to talk to. Because you can't just openly talk to this about your friend, with your friends. Exactly. You need your parents. You need, you need somebody older who can like maybe show you a bigger picture of what it, this all could be yeah you know because you can mm -hmm. speaking to your 20 year old friends about hey i felt pregnant with like, oh my gosh you you're a young mom oh my gosh this is gonna ruin your future and all of that but mm -hmm. somebody older can be like okay listen you can choose to keep the baby you can choose to abort you can choose to work in a closer proximity or we take care of the kid or this and this and this and this yeah. you know, give you options something that can help you 
without just bringing you all the way down because you fell pregnant. You fell pregnant, which is highly likely. Highly, highly, highly likely that the parents, um, especially uh, with strict parents that find mm. it taboo to speak about these things. Uh, you know what else is taboo? Your child coming home. They, 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 they left home for university. They're at risk. They're experiencing freedom. Now they're coming home. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pan in the oven. That's also taboo. Now you want to be shocked. And shout at the kid. You want to be shocked. Now Kicking you want to be shocked. House. Mm. And it's okay to be shocked. It's okay for those things. But to, to happen, like, naturally reacting like, oh my goodness, I'm disappointed. I'm da 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 But be disappointed knowing that, but we spoke about contraception. We spoke about this. You could have told me that, okay, I'm mom, I'm here. Oh, dad, I'm here and I'm active. And with ABC or choose not to tell them, but at least your parent knows. And they have that thing of, you can, I can educate you if something weird happened. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we made a mistake or whatever, whatever. You know? You know, because most of the time, some, like, I have a friend who had sex with the condom on and fell pregnant. Exactly. You know, so it's one of those things where, no, I'm coming to you. We did use protection. Yeah. You know, but stuff happened and I still felt pregnant. So now I'm just coming to you versus, you know, just coming back from university. And they're shocked. You know the shock. <laughs> it's like I don't understand if you're shocked and disappointed when we had these conversations. Mm. When you when we had a, an open platform to discuss these things and I was free to tell you that listen, I have started. I'd understand. Then you can be like, ah, I'm disappointed. Being disappointed when you didn't tell me anything. And then you're gonna tell me that you paid school fees for them to tell me at school. Do you at know school. at school? Dude, they oof, honestly uh no a lot of the sex education that i received was from the media mm. um just conversations with teachers and whatnot and th- these are not conversations in class these are conversations that we had you know when they take out the girls they separate they the girls decide the boys, boys decide then the teachers they're like yeah guys any questions and all those are the kind of things that I've been exposed to and I was lucky enough to receive good quality sex education but I also know that there are people out there who know nothing there are are people out there who don't even know nothing they know nothing I have friends who don't know how to get like how the whole getting pregnant thing works concept Uh they just know that if you had sex you can get pregnant but I'm just like "Mm." Not so always. how? So how? Tell us how. How exactly does that happen? Yeah. How? How? And it's up to the parents. That's when you start having such conversations like puberty. You go through puberty. When you start menstruation, this is what happens. You're highly likely to have the fertilized egg. Mm. And if you do participate in sexual intercourse, then the man has something, the man or the boy or just the male has something called uh, sperm. And if it reaches your egg, you are high, you have high chances of falling pregnant. Such conversation. And it's not explicit. It's really not. It's something you read in a book. Biology. It's simple biology. You're just educating your child as a parent. Opening that platform of, okay, I can go to my mom or my dad or whatever guardian that I have to speak about this. 
and just ask. And, and sometimes it's just an innocent question that people are asking. It doesn't mean that I'm having sex, but it could be like, I want to educate myself so that should I be in this position, at least I know. You know. I know. Yeah. As a young adult, I know. I'm not going into this blind. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if anything goes wrong, I can. the first person I can call, parent. You want to trust your age mates? <laughs> you want to trust your age mates? You want to trust your age mates? Tell me that. You want to trust the people LO textbook to tell your child about all of these things? Come on. And I'm just like, I'm thinking about it. Like the children who don't get proper sex education or who don't get told that, listen, should something like this happen? Yeah. Should you fall pregnant and you are afraid to talk to somebody, they end up going through these dodgy paths of, of termination. Oh, goodness. That is horrific. That, that is just... It, it's scary to think about it, but to know that people are going through it because yeah. they can't go home with a child. Exactly. You know, they don't know that there are resources out there for free abortion or even paid abortion sometimes. Yeah. You know? And the comfort as well, beyond the... Beyond the, yes, you're considering termination and everything like that, just knowing that okay, I have some sort of family support mm. that if I decide to isolate in, for a week because I have done this, I know that, okay, my parents know and they support, they, they support me and they support the decision that I made and the decision we made it all together. Mm. We sat down and we spoke about it. You get what I mean? It's well, a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I feel like it, it allows... The person to go through counseling as well. Counseling. Counseling is very important. Very important. Yo, your trauma. (laughs) Trauma. That thing of going through termination is actually. I haven't done it personally, (laughs) but I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know that it could be hundred percent traumatic. Yes, I had. I had a friend who went through it, and luckily I was there, and luckily I, I. we had spoken about it, you know, yeah. we had openly spoken about it. And it's, it's, yeah, I know it is, even on this, on my side, where I was just, you know, watching yeah. this person go through it. So I was just like, yeah, I know. This is traumatic. This this is life. And I you don't forget it. it. Imagine you, the person witnessing, you don't forget. Now that person, what are they going through? What are they going through? That's why mm-hmm. I'm saying it's so traumatic. Yo. No, honestly. No, 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 no. Honestly. Hey, honestly, but I hope that um, parents, I hope parents could actually take it upon themselves and remove this layer of discomfort that it's taboo to speak about these things with your child. And also, please be discouraged like th- that thought of if I'm talking about sex with my child, it means they're gonna do it. Just like dismantle that thought, let mm-hmm. it go. Because honestly, yeah, although they're gonna do it anyway at some point, having the platform, um, ha- knowing that you you've given the child your child the platform to speak openly about this with you, it guarantee I promise you your child is gonna come to you straight once they start doing it. You're not going to have some sort of control, but you're going to have some sort of control. And I feel like it pushes a lot of a lot of thoughts into it. Like as 
for me, the only reason why I'm so open about sex is because I grew up in a hospital, you know. Yeah. I went to uh, circumcision clinics with my mom every Saturday. Mm. You know, I got to speak to nurses and doctors about the importance of sexual health. Yeah. And that, I took that into heart, like, as a woman, as a woman living in South Africa, mm. where people are so discreet about their sexual health and their sexual activities, you know, when you know about sex, when you know that... The, the this and this and this and this and sex can affect me personally, mm-hmm. can affect me emotionally and physically. Mm-hmm. You end up wanting to do better for yourself. You exactly. Know? You end up like I I told my mom, hey, I want to go STD testing, but she she laughed at it. You know, that was maybe one of the first times you had openly spoken about me being sexually active, even though for sure I knew, I know she knew. Yeah. You know, I know she knew. Then, I didn't have to say it out loud. Then, no. having sex. <laughs> but she's seen me. She's seen me post about it. She's seen me wear the t-shirts at home. So she knew. But this was my first confirmation that I am having sex. Yeah. And with that, she easily told me, "Hey, do this and this and this and this and this." Exactly. And you know, it was easy. I I, I felt uncomfortable at first, but after that, I was just like, you know what? This has made it so much easier for me to just feel comfortable having sex. Feel comfortable. Making sure that my sexual health is good. It's good. It's yeah. good. Because, mm-hmm. hey, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, guys. Oh, gosh. Out there. It's a cruel world. Hmm. It's really a cruel world. If we can have statistics... Okay, I'm not going to get into that. It's pretty crazy. I was about to mention the the, the statistics of young kids. Um young kids falling pregnant and everything like that although majority i understand that we live in south africa rape statistics are really high so that can be a contributing factor but let's say that that 10 year old um the one out of thousands that one 10 year old actually consented to that with another 13 year old who has already gone through puberty and the 10 year old has already started um, menstruation and everything like that and that's how she fell pregnant let's just see do you think at at that age they already know fully fully everything about sex not at all exactly not at all but you, they don't even know how pregnancy works how it works and they were just shocked that this happened and also it's it's also risky to say that I, I trust the school to educate my child. Schools have a certain grade where they start educating children about this. Ten years old, you're in grade four. Did you were you learning about sex in grade four? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Still learning my ABCs. Exactly. How to write properly. Exactly. But I'm just saying, I'm emphasizing that let's just say that of all those um Teenage pregnancy statistics, without counting the ones that uh, are rape-affiliated, let's just say that it's a child that was curious, and unfortunately they came across a teenager that took advantage, and then they consented to this. They both consented, let's do this, and unfortunately they fell pregnant. Because, I mean, I'm assuming that that the teenager also knows nothing. You know nothing. They don't. They don't. Oh, they truly don't. And all first time, they truly don't. This is hectic. It's a lot. And um, also, 
watching this show on Moja Love about teenage pregnancy, there was a, a, a girl who fell pregnant, I think she was 14. And she said that her friends told her that if she mixed, I think she said dis, disprin and coke. Disprin and coke. Mm. And drank it. And drank it. She's going to be fine. Yeah. Nine months later. Fine. She's fine. No, I've, I've, that disprin and coke one, it's made rounds. Everybody knows about it. But everybody who, who's knowledgeable knows it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Disprin and coke, what is it going to do to you? It's just going to upset your tummy. That's it. And then, now the, the the friends are the ones that are telling, um, that are telling the child, misinforming them. Fourteen-year-old so, friends as well. Fourteen-year-old well, friends should be the same age. Now imagine if that child had a, not I don't want to say a good relationship with the parent because you can have a good relationship with your parent, but your parent has no, no conversation with you about sex. Mm. Let's just say there was a platform to speak openly about sex with the parent. And that happened. Instead of running to the fellow 14 year old, she goes to the mom. I'm sure the mom will know what to do. Mm. Or the dad. I'm sure they'll know what to do. Or educate them in a certain way. Although it's going to be very disappointing and everything like that, but now it opens the platform of like, hey, okay, okay, this is how we do it. I think also because we're black. Yeah. There's that if I have sex, I'm going to get hit. Yeah, you know, oh gosh, when I get hit, that's the first thing. That's the first thing you think of is good. If something were to happen here, the first thing won't be, Oh, my child, the first thing will be, Go take the belt, go take the shoe, wooden spoon, whip you, and then, okay, we can talk. Which, which I feel like makes a lot of people afraid. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be hit. Yeah, for, for some. Something that is natural and beautiful and it happens. I don't want to be here for that. In your lifetime, it's going to happen. It's just unfortunate that some kids do it very, very early. Mm. And when they do it super, super early, they're doing it without knowing exactly what they're doing. Only to learn at a later stage that, okay, this is what I've been doing. These are the consequences. And da, 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 da. Something called gonorrhea. Something called STI. Something called da, 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 da. They learn it at a later stage. Probably in matric. But it... 12 years old they've already done it so now who who had that responsibility of being like listen this is what happens puberty this is what happens avoid this 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 and wonder wonder and also if i was told if i if i'm a 12 year old and my parents speak openly about sex to me and then they tell me we encourage you to wait i'm gonna wait i'm honestly going to wait I'm literally going to wait because I know that okay, this is this is what's happening. This is the information that I've received. Mm. If I do it, um, it's I'm gonna fall pregnant or something, something or whatnot, whatnot. You know, there are a lot of things, there are a lot of consequences of sex. You know? Without fear in it, though. Like, without fear, without fear. Then I know that I'm going to wait. I'm gonna wait for the right time. My parents know. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm 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 literally gonna wait. I'm going to wait. But this thing of just. You become curious. You want to know, what is this thing that they don't want to tell me about? What is this thing that I'm seeing on, in the media? What is this? What? What is this? Seeing on TV. Seeing, seeing on movies. TV. You go. You go and you do it. Ah. Aha. Something bad happens. Uh, okay. Pregnancy is not bad, but uh, teenage, as a teenager, oh, come on. 
Come on. It's, it's hectic. It's a lot. And then you come home. It's 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 complex. It's complex chats. Now are you are thirteen and you did this and ah uh, uh, come on. Come on, your parents are really gonna be disappointed. But at the same time, why didn't you tell me? You should have talked to me. You should we should have had a conversation about it. And even if you don't understand the full thing. Even if you don't, yes. At least there is a foundation for you to learn more about it. Exactly. And educate yeah. yourself. Stepping stone, you're on the first step. Yeah. You know, then you move yeah. on. Next step, next step, next step, and then you get to being an adult and you know a lot more than you than you would have known if say you only started speaking about sex when you were seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, that's on the brink of going into varsity where you know yeah, everything is just Hormones flying. Hey, estrogen and progesterone. Yeah, getting into a race relationship within your first week. Yay, 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 yay. Meeting listen. predators. Going out and meeting predators. You, listen, listen, it's complicated. Okay, people mustn't get this misconstrued. We're not saying teenage pregnancy is bad. We're just saying it's really hectic. No, it is. No, we respect... The, the teenage mothers out there that have done it and have gone through life and everything. We're just saying that parents should speak to their teenagers about this so that their teenagers are well informed about stuff like what exactly sex is, what could possibly happen if you have unprotected sex, what can you do to prevent yourself from falling pregnant. And also, let it not be a girl's conversation thing. Mm. Let it also be directed to the male's. That if you go and do this, you're going to be a dad and you're going to have to take responsibility. Let it be a fair conversation. And I think it starts with stop separating yeah. the people when you talk about it. In schools too? In schools. Mm-hmm. Specifically in schools. Stop separating the girls and the boys. They need to know the same information. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because it's two people who are doing this, not just one person. Mm. No, we've got to stop pushing this only towards the females, the girls, the women. We have to push it to everybody equally. Yeah. No, that is true. That is very, very true. Yeah, that is quite true. Very, very true. Um, but all, at the same time, it it's, it all starts. We can talk about oh, parents do this, do this for your kids, for your kids, for your kids. It's always up to the parent. To be the one that initiates this conversation. Your, your kids are going to be bold and ask the questions and everything like that. And you need to be prepared. Even if you don't initiate, at some point you're going to speak about it. Mm. So it's either you're going to wait for your child to ask the question. Or just neglect your child so they can be exposed to misinformation out there. It's up to you. But I think... Parents should, um, whenever kids ask these questions and you feel like, oh, I'm a bit uncomfortable, you know, try to have these conversations maybe in the car, you know, you're not going to make eye contact. (laughs) Yeah, do that. Maybe rehearse and tell your child, okay, Tando, I'll return with a proper response for you. We'll speak about it later on, after dinner or something like that. Something. And then you go, you prepare yourself with relevant information, how to talk, how to talk about masturbation with a 12 year old they're asking oh google google has a lot of information for you exactly 
I'll be like, let's watch this YouTube video that explains. I know for a fact that YouTube videos are there. I know. Let's watch this video and we'll talk about it after that. Mm. Yeah. If you really feel like, hey, I can't talk about these things with my child. Uh, then, no, honestly, do something about it. Honestly, do something about it. Because it's dangerous to leave your child. Because uh, it's going to get harder as they grow up. As they grow, it's going to be so hard mm. and whatnot, whatnot. No. No. The, it, we're not saying have... Com- Explicit conversations. There's a w- biology, like we said in the first um, few minutes of this podcast. That listen, biology. It's just plain biology. Sex is biology. You can talk about it in a very biological manner. Mm. Take your, if you're privileged enough, take your child to the clinic, sit with them as they are educated. There are a lot of things. There are a lot of ways you can have open conversations about sex with your child, even if you don't want to be the one to talk. At least open that platform of like you can talk to me. You get what I mean? Hmm. There's resources out there, there's people out there. You just need to be there as a parent. Exactly. Even if you get a book booklet that explains. Yeah, mommy, I got you this. I got you this. If you have any questions, come to me. Exactly. Such things. It's important, it's really important. Actually, my ask for you, what is something you wish your parents did when it comes to the sex talk did you have one with your parents no i didn't no i didn't do you do you think you'd be open to having one now never it's it's too late um i already know i already know everything sorry it's too late i read yeah i read i had conversations with other people like i said like we we had those girls Boys, the side girls, any questions and ask, hey, what's this? What's that? I read, ah, yeah. Well, Social like, media. Do you feel like your parents wouldn't be open to it or they're too conservative or it's just too sensitive for them? I think conservative is the word. Yeah, but I also wouldn't want to be the one that initiates the conversation. I don't want that. <laughs> no, I don't want that. I wish I was. I wish I was taught about contracep- contraception by my mm. parent. I wish I didn't have to go to Google. I wish I didn't have to go to an LO textbook that vaguely explains. Mm. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to go to, to... I wish it was a conversation of, okay, girl, this is what it is. Mm. I wish I had that. I think the contraception part, forget everything else. I just wish we had the con- conversation about contraceptions and in- contraceptives and everything like that. That's the one thing that I always think about. Like, Ish. yeah, I wish, I wish I had that conversation with my parent. Ah, it's too late now. I know everything. <laughs> I read. <laughs> it's too late. And I'm okay. I have a little sister and I, 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 because I know and I know the importance of like just speaking about this, speaking about this very implicitly. I know she's gonna ask these questions. These mm. kids have social media. These kids have TV. These kids are smart. Kids nowadays, oh gosh, I know she's gonna ask questions, and I don't wanna be like, hey, go to your mom. No, I'm gonna take it upon myself to have the conversations that I didn't have with my parent with her. Not. Again, I'm going to emphasize this. 
talking to your child about sex does not mean you are encouraging them to do it. You're just educating them. Mm. Just making sure that they feel comfortable around you to speak about this thing that is definitely going to happen at some point in their lifetime. At least be the one, be the one to, 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 to be the first one to know. Because I know that if I had a sex talk with my mom or anyone else, my, my guardian, <laughs> the first time it, it happened, I would have ran to her. I would run to her like, hey, yo, girl, let me tell you. <laughs> so what do we do? So if, if anything happened, what do we do? And then, yeah, that, that was going to be the case. But it's too late now. Okay, and in closing, what type of parents, if you do have kids, do you think you'd be, would you be initiating it at an early, early stage or mid through the adolescent years or would you wait for them? Um, I'm not going to wait for them. It all starts like with explaining the private parts at a very young age so that they know this is a penis, this is a vagina, this is your private part. This is what you don't tell them what they do. I mean, mm -hmm. if you're comfortable, you can tell them. But yeah, at a very, very young age, because they're gonna ask. They have it. That's how you start the conversations. Um, Google, you know, Google says professors on Google say two to three years old. These kids should know what's happening with their bodies and everything like that. And then gradually, uh, when they're in when they're in their like 12 11 12 mm. you speak about puberty before it happens mm. tell them that this is what's gonna happen this is menstruation this is what happens this is fertilization this is what happens as a boy this is what ejaculation means hormones these are you the hormones that you have and whatnot whatnot and educate them about that and then obviously as they grow not as they grow once they are teenagers, okay, contraceptions and whatnot, whatnot. Da -da -da -da. This is what gonorrhea is. This is what, um, what's the other one? Syphilis. Syphilis. What syphilis herpes. Is. This is what herpes is. These are the contraceptive methods that you can have. Do you feel comfortable starting? Should we do that for you? Okay, that's good. Because you can't force a child to go on contraceptives, you know. And, Obviously, you can be like, okay, would you want to start? All right, cool. Okay, not now. When you're ready, tell me. Take them to the clinic. Let's have these conversations. Expose them to that knowledge so that they know. They, are, they have a full package understanding. Because, like I said, you can never rely on schools to give your children the full education. That... 30 minutes of LO, that one hour of LO is not, it's really not enough. Uh, it's really not enough. Because at the end of the day, that teacher is a parent also. And they have their, they reserve their own levels of comfortability for how they can speak to kids, teenagers about sex. Mm. So you can never really fully rely on them. Yeah. And that's on that. That's on that. <laughs> 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 so there's a lot our parents can do to allow us to have this conversation with them about sex to have this openness 
And before I even came back to Hatfield, my mother asked me that, Tando, do you feel that I allow you the space to openly tell me if something has happened to you? Um, and this was just because she had just gotten a case of a rape a rape victim and she was just like, she wants to know that if something ever happened to me, I'd be able to come to her. But I'm just like, sometimes, I think with something as extreme as that, yes, I would be. But with other things, not really. But even, like, I have told her that I am sexually active. She's, <laughs> she's seen me go get tested and stuff. So it's just, I think slowly we're going to get there. But not really right now, no. But, like, honestly, as somebody who would one day like to parent, I think I would want to be able to have my kids say, Mom, listen, this is what's happening. But I think we're all different. I think we all see it differently. I think some people really don't want it. Some people would love it. But, yeah, that is it. So thank you guys again for listening. Uh, we're going to have a new episode next week. Literally next week. I'm not even going to extend it to the following week. And so you can check out more information on The Sex Talk on Instagram at the Sex Talk Podcast underscore or on my personal Instagram at D. Or you can go to my website www.tandotlamini.weebly.com because I'm too broke to buy my own website right now. And see you guys next week. Thank you very much.